Welcome to the Silly Jane Nate Show! Best fuck boy! We might as well weed them out. Might as well weed out the losers. The conservatives. <laughs> oh, welcome to another episode of the Sully J and Nate Show, the show where we do this for a while and you listen. Um, we're glad that you're here. Uh, last week was a bit of a downer, so hopefully this week will be a bit of an upper. But we'll see. I'm still recovering. To be seen, to be determined. Um, last week was wild. Yeah. There was a lady with little hair. There was a dog that died. There was an emotional roller coaster of a story from Justin. I met a famous person that might have been Gary Busey's nephew. I don't know. All in all. I laughed. I cried. I laughed. I cried. I What's the end of that phrase? Is eventually that- we die. Well, that's true. <laughs> Sooner rather than later, hopefully. Jeez. I thought you said this I, we was going to be an upper. Well, we got to we got to knock it down another level so that it now seems that it can't get happier. worse, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, welcome to everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. <laughs> We're glad to have you here. Uh, it's not going to be this depressing all the time. Just that moment. Uh, thanks to our patrons. Uh, I say it every episode because we genuinely mean it. But thank you so much for your support. Thank uh, you. It means the world. You can um you can grab your limited edition sticker and or mug by visiting the sjnshow.com find the support the show tab and follow that to the Patreon page where you can subscribe for as little as $3 a month and then begin receiving some sweet merch at $5 a month and up. Um it's not that much and it would be huge for us. Um we've never done like really hard pushes for that support but um, I, we really, we know that there's a lot of people that listen and talk to us about the episodes. We know you're fans. Mm. It would, it would be really, really helpful if you could, you know, help us out at all. Even if it's the $3 a month tier, like if you love the show, you support us, you, you text us about it. You ask us about the episodes. Like we, we love that you listen. Um, a little bit of support would be awesome. Uh, and thanks in advance for those of you who can do that. And if you can't, no worries. We understand that things are tight, and um, and we're excited to just have you along for the ride. So today, uh, we don't have any voicemails, but um, if you're interested in calling into the show, giving us topics to talk about, giving us feedback, just to say, hey, whatever, you can do so by calling 407-900-3820. And without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Sully. Okay, so you know how I'm really bad at coming up with topics? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, we're well aware. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But every time I do it's come been pretty well documented on this show, I believe. Sure. But when I do come up with topics, they never seem long enough. You know? So like I've done before, I'm gonna just read off some topics. That's something I'm very familiar with. I like it. I like these. This is my favorite. Okay. Because I feel like we can knock out a lot of fun stuff and maybe they don't take that long. I'm not gonna do what I did last time because y'all roasted me. I asked like qu- I don't know what I did. It was fucking dumb. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. I'm down for whatever. I think I had what happened last time was I had interest, quote unquote. But they went in reverse order. They <laughs> went from more interesting to less interesting, and I yeah. like. And I was like, at the end, I was like, me. if you jump on a train, I don't know what happened. No, it wasn't it was, even that interesting. It was like if you walked into your your pantry and grabbed some ba- a bag of chips, what would happen? Like I eat them chips. I don't know. <laughs> you were like, okay, it was bad. You, guys, you ever thought about like you know uh, light switches? 
Like, it was like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. But the first story you told was like, oh my God, one time I shot this guy and I curved a button and then it just went to like, what happens if you flip on the light switch? Okay. Holy shit. I mean, the light comes on. I'll quit. Unless, whoa. It doesn't work. Is that the point? Do you want me to quit? No. No. No, because then we'll have to rebrand and. Oh, and thank you. That's why. The stickers will be obsolete and. No, I think they'll be vintage. Stay. They're worth more. You can bump them up a tier. True. Just fuck out. out there. That's, that's only if one of us dies, though, right? I can. Uh, we, can you know. we can just have that guy who I'm just saying, took care of business on the last episode just geez, take care of business again. Just, just take care of Sully. All right. So who knows if these are full topics? First thing I want to talk about is. What's like the worst boss you ever had? Hold on, had? time out. Look oh. at this list again. Make sure that you don't want to rearrange things. No, because that's I want not any most, order. I want the okay. most interesting to be last. Well, I don't know how long these are going to be. I just want you to re-examine the list. Yes, sir. Because I think that that's where we went wrong last time. Right, Daddy. I, I think there was it. no examination of you're the right. list. You're right. You're not wrong. It's just your thought process. and Because so, these came out at, like as I think of them, I just right, put them on the right, list. Right, right. So look at them now. Mm-hmm. Are you confident in the order that you have? Not at all. So why don't you figure that out for sex? Okay, for sex, I like that. I want to talk about your worst boss. Have I you can't. had a horrible? You can't. I can't. Okay, you don't have to be your actual worst boss. Let's talk about bad managers or bosses I, in general. What was your hypothetical worst I can't. boss? <laughs> I can't do that. You can't do that one. No, I know. Th- I know that you can't do that one. You must have had other bad bosses in the in the. Yeah, past. I do. You want to hear about her? Yes. I don't remember. This is, I'm smiling. It's actually uncomfortable. Oh, God. <laughs> I was un, inappropriately approached by my boss. Wow. I was 19 and I worked at the fudgery. <laughs> <laughs> in Branson, Missouri. Of course you did. Um, it started off as a joke. As all fudgery stories no, do. for real. My friend Sam and I were best buds, and we thought to ourselves, man, it would be fun to get a job, but we don't really want to get a job, so you know what we should do? We should just go together and apply at different places and yeah. see it. Because I had worked as a hiring manager when I was before I moved to Branson at the sandwich shop. I knew what good businesses did when they hired people. I knew good hiring practices. Sure. And you know what is not a good hiring practice? When two people come in and ask to apply together. Never good. It's not a good look. No, because automatically you know what those two are going to do. Just goof off. And you can't hire one without the, like, you just say, thanks for applying. We'll, we'll get back to you. And you never and do. And you never do. This woman... So we go in a few places. They kind of laugh at us, like, "Are you guys serious? Y'all, are, y'all, y'all?" It's are like step brothers. When it's they... exactly like that, except no one hires two people right. together. Like, what are you doing? Why would? Why is this happening? Except the joke turned around a little bit when we walked into the fudgery, and this middle-aged woman—I don't know how old she was. She was probably, I would guess, in her forties, sure. like probably younger forties. She have all her hair. She did have all her hair, oh, yeah. That's good. She was this short little blonde woman, and she hired us on the spot. Oh, nice. <laughs> she was like, she had been praying previously for two young men, strapping young men to come to in work and at just the work fudgery? at the fudgery. It's so God hard bless. here at the fudgery. 
What did she hire you as? What position could possibly have been open for two 19-year-old boys? What position? (laughs) Every position. What position did you hire? (laughs) Um, I don't know what the job role was, but it was basically... That's a first red flag. It was basically like cashier and... and, I mean, so we had ice cream. You like walk in. You're like, hey, I have a... And she's like, you're hired. (laughs) And you're like, for what? I was wearing a hat. That's another no-no when you're going into a job interview. We did not want to get jobs. We just thought, hey, we don't have anything to do today. It would be nice to have some extra money, and it would be really fun if we worked with our best friends. Let's go do. Let's go try to get hired. Terrible. She hired us on the spot. We didn't even fill out applications. We said, hey, we'd like to apply for a job. She she asked a couple questions. What's your availability? Da da da. Nathan, Great. this is the hired. story of how Justin got into peddling drugs for a living. So, if you've ever been to a fudgery, if you've ever been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. You've been into the, one of the fudge shops there. It's the same thing. We have a bunch of fudge in a display case, and then people sample it, and then they buy it. Right. They have a stupid deal where if you buy two, you get a dollar off. You buy three, you get $2. You know, Do you like fudge? Not particularly. It's okay. Mm. It's just Really good fudge is good, but fudge like this, I don't really care you for. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah but really say, good like fudge. Really good fudge. Really good homemade fudge is awesome. But, but really good like fudge, is not, you can only have like three bites of. Oh, and yeah. then it's like 100%. too much. You can't buy it. Like people buy like a pound of fudge. Too much like, fudge. You're never going to eat that. No, that's fudging around. You can't fudge around with some fudge. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So <laughs> Sam and I got hired on the spot at the fudgery in Branson, Missouri. At the. Um, to do who knows what. Uh, anyway. Um, and yeah, tang- Tanger Outlets. And what did they the have lady do? So what's, what's the um, boss? So he was. You, this was when you were at Canicook, right? Yeah. So you could say that you were on mission. So you got sure, hired. You got hired for a missionary position. I guess. Right? Uh, and the fudgery with, me, with me. a missionary position. Yeah, got I got hired for the missionary position and uh, the, the everything position because this woman was not a missionary woman. I saw what you did there. Um, so it started off kind of like obviously weird. She hired us on the spot. She would joke about how cute we were, really? and oh, that's when I was really skinny. I had the long flowy hair. She like, hired you to uh, pack pack her fudge. Oh <laughs> God, Nathan. <laughs> Jeez you can probably keep, you can probably make a lot of those. I'm, Let me tell you, it's just coming to just, me. <laughs> Justin, you said last night, last week, I'm gonna be canceled. Oh no way! No, this isn't because this woman's ad, trying to get it. Uh, what's what happened? So, Sam wasn't a great worker, mm. as I could have imagined by this whole story. <laughs> he didn't last long. <laughs> He's like, I I can't take it at the fudgery. He just never wanted to go to shifts. He would try to leave early every night. He. Didn't really do a lot of work while he was there. Sounds like me right now. Um, I had a, a just a different work ethic than Sam. Sure. Um, it was a job, so I'm gonna go work, and I had fun. Like I had a, it was a fun, laid back. I mean, a lot of times it was just me and Sam working. Um, then when Sam started to not show up on shifts, and mm. you know, it ended up having to be someone else would would get like scheduled because that was one of sam and i's like criteria was we needed like same shifts and we said that we only had one car so we had to ride together like even though we both had cars there it was just we literally were trying to not get a job but if someone is willing to to hire us for on our terms then we'll do it and we should have known so she did 
Sam stopped showing up. Eventually, he he like no called, no showed on a couple shifts, and and that was that. Um, so rather than get another like, you know, minimum wage employee to work nights with me, the manager just started scheduling herself on oh, those shifts. God. This is all bad. And it started off kind of like, innocence not the word, but not wild. She would just like make comments and I was an adult, so it wasn't like, but she was a cougar for sure. And I was a good looking kid. Rawr. And, um, and so she would just make comments about like, she, it would start off like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? And, and then it would like evolve. How do you not have a like, girlfriend? It's exactly. Right. Stuff like that. And then, uh, and then it just kind of, it just kind of evolved. And over time she would just like start touching me. <gasps> Like, but not like, not like weird. Like on I mean, the it was arm. On the arm. You know how just a little like. Yeah, sure. I'm like she would like when attention. she's laughing, she'll be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put her hand on my back. Like just stuff like that. Then she would like, uh, you know, when we, after we close and I'm cleaning and she'd be in the back, she'd like eventually start calling me back, you know, hey, can you come help me with this thing? Oh, no. And so it started out like she did that a few times and it was legitimate like, hey, can you, you know, grab this off the shelf? Or can-? And then one night she we were she was sitting at the computer that was in the back and asked me to come sit down. She wanted to show me something. She had started talking about promoting me to like key holder and, you know, like I could be a shift lead. Yeah, and- sweet. So she was like, I want to talk to you, you know, about the position, you know, the promotion I've been talking about and stuff. And I was like, OK, cool. Um and then I'm sitting here, and so she like starts kind of getting into some like more of the flirty like uh, you know talk whatever, and she put her hand right there on right on that upper thigh, right on the upper thigh, and I was I looked at and I was very uncut like, <laughs> but I don't know what to do. Sure, this you're, is my job. You're just a boy. I'm a child. I have another story that I'll tell you after this that isn't along the same lines, but it's not my boss, but similar concept. Put her hand here. I freeze. I don't know what to do. And she starts moving just like along. And I got up, I walked out, and I never went back to the fudgery. Oh, no way. I didn't even go pick up my last paycheck. That was it. Do you think that paycheck is still around? She's probably holding on to it, hoping that. I, sh- I show up. You could use you just go. Pop I could by definitely there. use it right now. Just pop by. You're like, hey, remember that paycheck? <laughs> remember that paycheck from nine years ago? I could really use it. You right probably now. need to sue them for. Not I probably should have sending you the paycheck. They should send it in the mail. Oh, true. Well, I don't even know what mailing address I gave. I'm going to be honest. Justin wasn't a real employee. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. Did you even fill out a W two? Probably not. So um, that so I've had some. Did bad- you get paid and? Gum in fudge. In fudge. <laughs> I got all the fudge I wanted while I worked there. I also got all the ice. We also had ice cream, and that's what I ate. I ate a, uh, I yeah. ate milkshakes every single day. Oh, but my friends would all come in. Like, um, I had uh, well, none of y'all have met Tiana, but my friend Tiana would come in and like, I you know would give them all free. And Taylor, this girl that I dated for a while, like give we were all, all free. Give them all free fudge, and she, the manager didn't care. You were like Oprah. Give them whatever like fudge. What, Oprah. She was, she was like, give them whatever you want. You and get so, a fudge. You get a fudge. At night, I, we, I, I can't remember how many. She would just like give me fudge to take, and I didn't even eat it. So I would just take it and give it to like the, the other students on campus. Like 
Yeah. You were so popular. Here's some fudge. Here's, yeah. Now, anyway. So, did, did people start calling you Fudge Oprah? No. Um, Can we start calling you Fudge Oprah? If you want. That's awesome. That's fine with me. Fropa? Fropa? Fropa. That's really close to weird other things. <laughs> what? Explain. Like a, like a fupa? I don't, know what that I don't is. know what that is either. I'll tell you later. <laughs> no, no, I feel like you have to tell us. Is it it's really a, bad? It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> We've made it this far. Well, it's just going to, I know that this is going to get coupled with a last week's story and then I'm going to get canceled. Just tell me the quick, just FUPA, what is it? It's a, it's an area of the body. It's the fat upper area. Oh. A fupa, you never heard of it? It's like my, my belly. Look at my belly right now. Talking about like the... Like the Mons? You can edit that one out. Just bleep it. I wish it. that you had used a different word. I just, you it's, told me. This is exactly what happened in Boston. It's an acronym. When you said the C word in front yes. of that pastor. You made me say a C word. I did not make you say the C word. Honest to God. Honest to God. I'm honest to God. Honest to God. I've I, never said it before then. I never said it I after. did not know for 95% of that conversation what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> Because that word was not a part of my vocabulary at that point in my life. At 95% of the conversation, I did not know. At the very end, I 100% knew. And I was at that point just trying to get you to say it. And I didn't know the pastor was And you was there. said it out loud in front of a pastor. Okay, don't say in front of a pastor. You a pastor. said it basically to his face. No, no, no. I said you it to you. You called him a dumb C word. No. That's not true. I said. But it, it came across that I'm way. I'm saying this word. And then as I said it, no, a, a pastor walked That's up. not what you said. What you said was the C word loudly. Justin. C Ooh. word, Justin. Yeah. And a pastor walked and up. And I was like, and he, I, I. He didn't think that I said it. Sure. I don't know what he thought. I think that he. Mu- but I, he continued to talk. He's continued he just, to talk to me yeah. ever since. Just so. Either he hates you because you did that. You or know what he I didn't think? notice. You know or what he's Northeastern and doesn't care. This is my, in my brain. What happened was that he felt bad for thinking that I said it. So like he heard it and he was like, oh my God, did that kid just say that? And then he was like, oh. This guy's br- helping me paint the church. church surely he's surely not. Didn't. He didn't say. I'm, I'm bad for thinking And that. for those of you wondering, Cody had said, see you next Tuesday. He was telling me a story rhymes, or something. Uh, for the listeners, rhymes with bunt. Yes. Yeah. See you next Tuesday, and I had never heard never it before. Heard, see I had you next never Tuesday? heard it before. No, God I didn't. Bless. I grew up in a Southern see, Baptist what conservative happens. I get church sucked. bubble. No one used that word. We said "damn" and "shit" and "ass" because we thought we were edgy. I had never heard. I, I hadn't heard that word in a movie and shit. I'd never heard a human being that I knew say that word. I, me either. I had never said it. That you was the first time. Screamed it to a pastor's no, face. Didn't scream it to a pastor's it was loud. Face. It was loud, and his face was right next to yours. It does you didn't do that on purpose? But it, it was it was there. A- Amy, it was wild. Amy, no, Amy. don't do this. <laughs> don't don't pull my mom into this. She's a sweet lady, and they're already so disappointed in me. Probably that's true. All right. Okay. I the re- point is, I get sucked into saying these horrible things every time. So I'll tell you another story about my innocence. And how an older woman tried to take advantage Are, of it. Is this just you telling stories about how you got you were hot? No. Because it seems like these are just stories about how hot you were. No, that were. was the worst manager I ever had. I think that was one of the worst managers. Right. And now had. you're telling another story well, already, about how I hot you were. I already said that I was going to tell this. So we get it. You're I hot. was 18. I was 18. And I worked at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. You've worked in restaurants, right? Uh, a lot. Like real restaurants, not fast yes. food. Yes. Okay. I've never so worked in a fast food restaurant. You know restaurant culture. Yes. 
everyone sleeps with everyone. Everyone drinks. Everyone's more doing than drugs anybody. in the back. Like yeah. I'm not talking about smoking weed. I'm no. talking about like they're doing cocaine. Yeah, for off sure. The, off the prep table. A hundred percent. It was wild. Welcome to Chili's. No, and if you think hundred percent, and if you think that it's only crazy restaurants, no, it's every. I worked at a steakhouse. Yeah, I've worked at a country club. I've worked at Red Lobster. I've worked at a bar, and all of them always the cooks. It's always the backup. This they're the coolest. This job is the job where the manager gave me a ride home one night, and we stopped so he could sell drugs, and he pulled a gun on me and said, "You didn't see anything." I told you that before, right? No. How is that not your worst manager? Because because he he was cool as shit. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like it man no no for real he was super nice super cool he took care of me like i was not li- i was as long I as you didn't you have niche, i think you have man. stockholm syndrome <laughs> i think <laughs> you hold had on, a hold on hold on you had a pimp i was i was i was not welcome for a time in my parents house and so i was living somewhere else i didn't have a job or i didn't have a car but i saw this job and so i would walk several miles home at the end of the shift sure and one night the manager the kitchen manager was like hey i'll give you a ride home you want to ride home i was like yeah that'd be great he's like we got to make a stop oh god we pull up in this shady ass apartment complex what's an ass apartment complex shut up why (laughs) he he says stay right here he pulls the the glove box and grabs this like like it was like uh a small like envelope you would mail shit in, like one of the Manila envelopes, not you know, not right. like a letter envelope. And I can hear like pills rattling around. And he he goes and he puts his hand under his seat and then just kind of like goes. He gets back in the car, turns the light on, and has a gun in his hand and says, "You didn't see anything." And I said, "Yes, Daddy." I said, "Nope, I didn't see anything." He yeah. says, "Great." Puts the gun under the seat, takes me to where I was staying. And so now he knows where you live. No, I, I, I was just staying there temporarily. So that same job, there was this uh, waitress. I work in the kitchen. There was this waitress who, she was pretty. And you know how you do that thing, when, especially when you're younger, where you like kind of flirtily interact with people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that. Like, we didn't ever really talk. We didn't interact a lot because she was front of house, I was back of house, whatever. Like, little quips. Yeah, but then she would start coming back unnecessarily to like get stuff from the kitchen and she would interact with me, whatever. And, and over time, like, it would, it would evolve. And so one night she gives me her number that was written in crayon on a napkin. Of course it was. Because we had like, you know, crayons and kids' papers and stuff like that. And says, call me. I was like, cool. Okay. I had no (laughs) idea anything about her at all. Didn't know how old she was. Didn't know nothing. I didn't call her because... Because you're because you're, you're so hot and there's so. What many, does that have to do with anything? So I wasn't people, interested in calling her. So many people. Are what does that have to numbers? do with it? You do this and it's <laughs> fucking annoying. Let me tell you. Oh, hold on. Let me give you a real quick story about. Let me tell you. Every time people gave me their numbers, I'm done. You're you're back to your story. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. So the next time that we work together, she she like aggressively corners me. Oh. <laughs> Oh. And says you didn't call me. I thought it was a joke. Like I thought that this was like a funny, like ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. call me. I'm not. I don't. You know, no. I, I don't. You know. So she she kind of corners me and says like, why didn't you call me? I was like, well, I thought we were. Just, I don't know. Like I just didn't. We, that was three days ago. <laughs> like I don't. I didn't know what to say. I'm 18. 
I was a pretty innocent kid. Like I hadn't done a lot of like wild shit. And I don't know. I just had I just didn't. I hadn't like explored that part of life. Like just, you know. And so um so she was like, "Well, are you going to call me?" I was like, "Uh, like I guess." Like it was fun when it was like flirty and funny, but now it's this like is- a thing. It's not it's I'm uncomfortable and I'm eight, I didn't know what to do. I didn't call her. <laughs> She asked me the next shift, you, why, you didn't call me again. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and, and I told her, I, I lost your number. Are she you said, crazy? well, let, let me, exactly. She said, she, I'll, I'll put it in your phone. Oh, no, 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 no. I was like, my bro- phone's broken. Okay. And I just handed her my oh, phone. No. She put it so she's like, um, so let's do this. When's the next night you have off? Well, she can look at the schedule. So there's no way to get it. Like, sure. And she was pretty, like she was a pretty person and she was funny. Like it was, you know, it wasn't like this misery. It was just uncomfortable for me. Like I had never been in a situation that direct yeah. and I didn't know how to respond. I wouldn't to this day. So she made plans for us on my next night off. We were going to go to dinner at, at Texas Roadhouse, meet at this time, call me to confirm. Uh, I got to get a babysitter. Oh, what? <laughs> This is news to me. <laughs> I'm 18. Uh, you ready to be a daddy? I'm not ready to be a dad. No, I was 18. I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I have three kids now and I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't ready at 18. So anyway, so I didn't call. She calls me like three hours before. I don't know how she got my number. I have no clue. She probably just like quick texted her own number from your phone. Maybe. Who knows? And says, "Hey, are we still on for dinner?" Yep. I, what I don't. What am I gonna do? I don't know. Can't get out of it. And so, and and again, I, I was like, I would have been interested if it had taken a different tone. Like if it had been like, it's a little kidnapping. Hey, I'd love to hang out. Like, okay, great. Let's. That would be fun. Let's do that. But it wasn't, and I got uncomfortable. I didn't want. I no longer wanted to participate. So we went to dinner, and um, we went to dinner at Texas Roadhouse. I walk in, and immediately. This girl that I had kind of casually, like, friendly dated, like, not nothing serious. We were just friends and had hung out a few times, is the hostess and just starts laughing. I have no idea what's going on. Why is this so funny that I'm with this person? Whatever. We go sit down. The, the lady, her name was Alicia, that I was, like, on this date with, this hostage date with, got up to go to the bathroom one point, and this girl... uh Came, that I knew came and sat down next to me and says, she used to work here and she's crazy. And you're like, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't even yeah. know how I got here. I told her, I'm not really sure how this night came to be, but I don't really want to be here anymore. Yeah. She said, it's cool. I get off in about an hour and I'll help you get out of it. But that, you have to stay with her for another hour? I know. I know. God. I know. That's not so, that much help, Kristen or whatever your name is. Yeah. So, um, so I find out at dinner that she's 28. And you're 18. Yeah. Which in a different world maybe was cool. Sure. Wow. It was not cool. Not in this situation. It's kidnapping. Here's where it gets weird. Er, I guess. She asks me, I swear to God, I swear to God, this is exactly what she said. Does she say, wait, never mind. What do you think? 
No, I it's was, not. You're not going to get it. But what do you think she says? No, I was about to reference something that we talked about off the air that I'm not going to reference. Don't do, don't do yeah. that. I don't know what it is, but don't. Do, if we talk about off air, there's a reason for that. Yeah. We talk about yeah. some crazy shit on here. I should have said what I said earlier off no, air. Absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you got that bleep, Michael? Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, good idea. So, um, so I swear to God, she looks at me in the face. I'm not editing anything. You don't no, have to edit you, this. You, hold on, hold on. Let's just towards the end of dinner. She. (laughs) (laughs) Now that would be weird. (laughs) Oh no, that was not. Of course, though. It was. It was close. It was close. Here's what she said. You'll. You would have never get. I never thought that this sentence could come out of a human's mouth. Go ahead. She looks at me, innocent, eighteen-year-old me, scared for my life. This girl that I knew and liked and, you know, like was a good friend told me that this woman worked here and was crazy. I'm now like, she it, it probably made it way worse. I'm thinking too. back to the situation, how this unfolded. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking wild. And she looks at me dead in the face and says, can I sexually touch you? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That's super respectful. That's consent, man. And you said no? I said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She said, why not? And I said, I don't know. You said, I'm a boy. I said, no, I just said, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what that means. She said, sexually, she said, sexually touch you. I said, I don't know what that means. Why are you saying it again? I heard what you said, but I don't know she what it means. She starts screaming it. Sexually touch you. <laughs> no, it gets worse. She says, I just meant a kiss. I said, then why didn't you just say you wanted to kiss kiss me? That would have been fine. Yeah. I may have even told you yes. But now you have made it this weird thing and I'm uncomfortable and I've not explored like things with women. And I, you asked if you could sexually touch me on the first time we've ever hung out. This is strange to me. And she says, it was just a kiss. I said, why didn't you say that? Shortly after this, the waiter comes over and says, this is fucking crazy. Would you guys like dessert? And you know what she says? <laughs> oh, something inappropriate. I want him for dessert? Almost. He just ruined mine. <laughs> nice. That was good. That's a pretty, that's pretty, cl- you know, that was good. I wanted to melt in my seat. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I'm trying to just, I don't even want to wait the hour until my friend gets off her shift. I want out as quickly as possible. I declined dessert for a second time that evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get the bill. I pay. I'm like, okay, this was fun. I'll see you at work. <laughs> she, no. She's like, let's you want to you want to go back to my car and just hang out for a few minutes, no. like. I guess, like, uh, well, <laughs> see now, this is your fault at this. But point. again, I had never been in a situation like this. I did You've not seen a movie. I but I did not know how to because I didn't. I you didn't know how this to say person. no. I didn't know how to do it without it being uncomfortable and weird and. I knew the culture at my job. Like I knew that, that this night is going to, I wanted to get out of this night in a tactful way 
so that I'm not the fucking loser nah, there's no when I get way. back to work. Well, no. And I found this out later. Yeah, there's no way. So You have to quit. Uh, yeah, it goes that way. So, <laughs> um, so, so we go back and we hang out in her car in the Texas Roadhouse parking lot. And I'm sitting like in the passenger seat, but like my back against the door. You know what I mean? Like as far away as I can possibly be waiting on my friend to get off. Cause when we were walking out, she's like, I got you. Like she didn't say it, but you know, like the, like, okay, where are you going? First of all, but like, I got you. So she again says, can I kiss you? And I was like, I would rather not like, this is fun. And I like getting to know you, but like, I don't really know that I'm comfortable with that. There's my no. Sure. You know what she does? Leans over and kisses me anyway. Very uncomfortable. Shortly after that, my friend calls me and says, oh my gosh, I just got off of work. My car is not starting. Can you come help me? And I said, Alicia, I'm so sorry. I've got to go help my friend. Like, this this is fun. I'll see you at work, basically, <laughs> kind of thing. How bad was it when you got back to work? Bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Because here's what happened. She told everyone that you were a loser. There was this guy. He was probably late 20s. He was a waiter. Very good looking guy and knew it and everyone else knew it. And he was like, he slept with whoever he wanted. I would have kissed him. Yeah, I would have kissed him. Yeah, sure. Um, And he, I walk in to my next shift and he says, oh, it's lover boy. And I was like, ah, it's never good. okay. Ha ha ha. You know, like, I don't know what she's told them. So I get back and I start working and he comes back and does the whole like lean on the on the prep table while I'm like mate prepping salads and stuff. And he's like, so uh, what happened the other night? And I was like, um, we I got know, sexually assaulted, went to dinner and I don't know, like that was that. He was like, you know what happened afterwards? I said, I do not. And I don't really know that I want to. He says, "Well, Alicia called me and one of the other uh, one of the other guys, and we went over to her apartment and we had a three way." And I said, "And you said it's called a threesome, weirdo." I was like, "Okay, good for you." And he said, "You missed out on that. What are you, some kind of pansy?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Maybe, yeah." <laughs> and that was the last shift I ever worked there. Yeah, that's. A I never went job. back. And it was it was very yeah. It was but restaurants very, very are crazy. Restaurants, I will admit, restaurants are oh. insane. And the more chain the restaurant, the more insane. I'll say that too. I've never worked in a chain restaurant, only chain yeah. fast foods. The 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 red lo- cause red lobster was my craziest job. I worked at a I worked at a uh like a members only country club. I did too. And that was insane. But and I worked at a, a local bar and restaurant here in Claremont. And then I've also worked at Red Lobster, and Red Lobster was by far the craziest. Like, those people were insane. What you're saying about, like, doing drugs straight up in the kitchen is 100% true. Yeah. Which like, now, it doesn't matter. Like, whatever. But I, I mean, was, it definitely I was does. 18, and I grew up so sheltered. Yeah, me too. That was my first college, one of my first college jobs. And I was just like, and I had come from a very, very conservative household. And I was like, what is... This no the wonder first, they tried to protect me from this. Yeah. Satan is everywhere. My first job was Chick-fil-A. 
Like Chick Fil A is kind of crazy, but it's not that. No. And and now sure. I'm 28. I'm an adult. Like it, it that that is if you want to do drug fine like whatever. That's fine. But at on 18, the prep table, not when amazing, I was but. when I was so sheltered. This is the first time I'd ever seen anything like this in real life, and it's all all of that together. Drugs at work, gun pulled on me by my manager from that job. This experience with Alicia, all of this yeah. stuff at one time, coming from the most conservative Christian background ever, it just really kind of rocked my world. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, I don't, I can't do this. And so I left. And anyway, Nathan, do you have a horrible boss from the past? Or um, weird bosses or something weird that happened? I mean, the weirdest thing that really ever happened to me was when I worked at Staples. Uh, I worked in like the tech center at Staples and people would bring their computers in. And there was this dude that I worked with who was from uh, uh, Plant City. And he would drive all the way to Claremont to work Holy. at Staples. Yeah, he was For what, forever. $8 an hour? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't even remember what I made. But people would bring their computers in and he would... A hundred percent every time just try to find whatever porn was on their computer. Oh my gosh. And he would find porn on people's computers and then he would be like, Hey, come check this out. It's like, No. <laughs> like, A, we're at work. B, I don't want to watch porn with you. Like, C, like, I'm not like really that into that. No, yeah. Yeah, it's like, weird. Yeah, but like he'd be like, "Look at these, like, look at this porn that I found on this dude's computer." Like, no, no. Did you ever? Yeah, did you ever get people's computers that were frozen because of porn? Oh yeah, and it yeah. would always be like, it was hilarious when like dudes would come in with their wives mm -hmm. and be like, "I don't, I don't know, know what happened. what happened," and like literally sometimes it was like unavoidable because the virus that they had was porn. Like, yeah. so, like... Yeah. That happened to me when I was a kid. I was, like, 11. Like, on the screen, it's just titties and stuff, and you can't get them off until yeah, you get... you can't fake like, it. That legitimately, legitimately accident. I was I was big into X-Men, the superheroes. <laughs> so, the, X, the TV show. Yeah. I, when I was, like, 11, we had a family computer in, like, a public, like, family viewing area. This can't be good. Wherever this story is And going. I went and went to xmen.com thinking that like i was in i was 11 did you type something in wrong surely xmen.com is to help har it's harmless not. no really still it's, i don't know no, now that I was wouldn't. that was that was almost i'm gonna that was almost 20 years ago that's hilarious so that's 100 percent important but here's what happened it wasn't just it was one of the things where like 58 little ads popped up all at once and yeah. i fucking panicked <laughs> that might have been the first naked woman i had ever seen in my life <laughs> from x-men i thought terrible. i was gonna go play like an x-men game or something yeah nope nope yeah but they're there and then you have to bring your computer to staples to get rid of it yeah that happened at best buy a lot too i was yeah. working at best buy i couldn't see anything but i mean you're right it was 20 years ago the internet was a, a, a wild frontier X-Men.com was not not good. I got tricked into going to thing. I I got tricked into going to penisland.com for a free pen. <laughs> yeah, my buddies were jerks. And they we were used like, to write the Pen 15 Club. Oh, Pen 15, yeah. So yeah. we we got in trouble. I or I, you know, 
my buddies were like, you can get this awesome, it's like a gravity pen. You got to go to penisland.com. That's penis land. You ever have it? It's penisland.com. You guys do the, the 13 My dumbass type that into the computer. Uh-uh. 13 inch. Looks like bitch. Yeah. That's but funny. people be like, hey, you want to join the 13, like 13 inch? And they like write it on you and they're just like, it just says bitch. It just says bitch. <laughs> like, that's dang it. Like, yeah. God, that's, that's got to be, you, get, you had to see some crazy shit at that job. Yeah, it's it I kind of hated that job. I was a terrible employee at that job. I actually kind of feel bad about it now that I like look bad, like look back. Mm-hmm. Like I ended up just like, I never actually quit that job. I just stopped going. Like, wow. Yeah. Cause I hated it. That's one kinda of those like things you at, don't put on like the resume. Kind of like me at the steakhouse. Yeah. And the fudgery. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And Chick-fil-A like, kind of too. Let's not tell that story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell that story another off air. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that wants to know the Chick-fil-A story, I've told a lot of people. It's I, out there. I've fucked up. Yeah, it's out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that story, Michael? I'll tell I'll later. tell you later. The uh <laughs> it's yeah, I think crazy. I think, I think my craziest boss is when I was working at um Shoot Straight. I was doing their gun shows and I'd work for Khalid. Yeah. So Khalid is I'm actually terrified that if he hears this, he'll have me killed. Um, Just beep his name. No, it's fine. He, if you actually Google, okay, so Khalid is a multi, 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 multi millionaire. He owns, if you don't know, he owns the nine shoot straights that are scattered around Florida. It's the largest gun store chain in the southeastern United States. I'm kind of scared that if you tell this, he's going to have me killed. No, he won't have you killed. He'll probably make you do terrible things but you know um i would rather him just kill me I think. yeah he, so and then he also somehow got as he's building that up he bought one of the three florida gun shows but mm-hmm. one of the there was three he bought one of them the rights to one of them well as he grew and as he grew and he was growing the stores and the chain you know the franchises were opening throughout the state of florida excuse me he bought the second one so he offered that guy, you know, hey, I'll buy your gun show. And he combined them. So now he has a bigger gun show and he has the stores. Well, he offered, eventually he kept growing and offered the third guy to buy his guns show. And the guy turned him down and mm-hmm. said, no, I don't want to sell. Khalid offered more money. He said, no, I don't want to sell. So Khalid started basically every time that that guy threw a gun show, Khalid would rent out the convention center like across the street. And would throw a different gun show, and then he would hire two box trucks with shoot straights information and their gun show information, and a plane that pulls a banner, and then sign spinners on every corner around that guy's gun show, saying things like "better prices at this one." Yeah, like total douche move. <laughs> and it ended up putting the guy out of business, and he ended up having to sell for pennies on the dollar to Khalid. So Khalid. Combined all of them. Now it's the Florida gun show. There's not really any other gun shows in the state of Florida, which is crazy for a state like Florida. There's not really many gun shows except for the Florida gun show. Insane. He also somehow has become the UAE, their largest provider for their military of guns. He's like Lord Whoa. of War. Yeah. He's also the number one. We watched War Dogs the other night. Yeah. It's yeah, like Lord of it's, War. It's, it is, but it's better. War Dogs is amazing. Jonah Hill's hilarious. Yeah. And Bradley Cooper. Nick and Cage Cooper. and Jared love, Leto. I don't love Leto. either of them. Anyways. So he, and then he's basically also. just pick your cast. Yeah. I'd rather pick anything with Jonah Hill. That's true. 
He's and a, that what's that other kid's name? He's a way better actor. Miles Teller. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. Jonah actor. Hill's funny. And Bradley he's Cooper's brilliant. And Bradley Cooper's great. Anyways, so then, and he's also the number one Smith and Wesson gun salesman in the world. So he's he's big time, and he also owns like the penthouse of whatever the main downtown Orlando like really nice skyscraper building is. He owns both of the penthouses. Fifty seven West. I don't know. Or fifty. I don't know, but he owns both penthouses up there. He bought both. That's crazy. And he owns the whole upper floor. That's so tight. it's insane. And his office has like tiger and bear skins that he's hunted in Africa, and like yeah, I feel insane. like we should get away from talking about him because okay. I feel like we're. He's also. I don't want to die. I mean, I. No, I'm, I don't want to die yet. He likes me, so we're good. I made him a lot of money. He also is a 56 year old Lebanese gay man who smokes cigars and rides a Segway. So he's basically a hilarious cartoon character. Does he want to come smoke hookah? He smokes hookah every single day in his office. That's what I'm talking about. He's uh, insane, but he's also the meanest human being you've ever, ever met. That is not what I'm talking about. Yeah. So basically what I said about that guy's business, he would just in front of people, like customers, if I said something that he didn't want me to say in front of them or that was wrong or that was maybe, maybe correct, but he didn't want them to know, he would just like... What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Like, just start like horribly cussing at me in front of other customers, in front of other people. It was the most stressful job I've ever had. We would travel. I, w- I only worked three days a week: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, but he, you worked every week. He every single weekend. He paid us in cash. Heck we yeah. uh, it it was did you, pay, did you pay taxes? Yes, because then he started. He stopped paying us in cash because someone didn't pay in taxes and they audited him. So then we started getting paychecks after that. But when I first started, he paid us in cash. Cody didn't pay his taxes. I did pay my taxes. <laughs> you didn't so, pay the right amount, did you? No, I really did. I was. I'm way too scared of that shit. I'm just way too scared of that shit. I am too. So I don't, under, I, I don't I want, understand people who don't pay taxes. I 100 percent like my taxes. working at a job where they just do it. Yeah. For me. So then he started. Then they started paychecks because someone screwed the system. He got audited whole nine yards. So, but a lot of what we did, who knows? So. Yeah, that was the most stressful job. And because of that, he also, we were the travel sales guys of guns. So you can imagine what type of people get hired for that. It's just a bunch of dudes doing tons of steroids that are, a lot of them are super racist. A lot of them were horrible human beings. And I had to live in that environment every week and stay in hotels with those guys. And then a boss who would just cuss me out and scream at me, but then pay me money. He helped me buy that truck. He gave me a loan to buy that truck, and I owed him money for a while. It was a terrifying situation. A, you don't want to owe that guy money. No, 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 no. Not at all. So I paid that off at so fast. But I, I thought, didn't. I thought you paid cash for that truck. Yeah, I thought you I paid did your, his, your cash for that no, truck. No, I paid his cash for that truck. That. So it was some of my cash and then a lot of his cash. And Wild. No, basically what happened was I literally walked in his office. I said, hey, Khalid, I totaled my motorcycle. And I have a deal that I think is really good on this pickup truck. I, I need $3,000. And he said, okay. And he opened a drawer in his desk and handed me $3,000. I think he'll loan me some money for Pro- a little while. Probably, but I wouldn't. So I can make things float? He didn't charge me any interest either. Can really? he that's loan good. me some money? Yeah. But that's because I made him. I'll oh, make him some money. I made him a lot of money. He also used to inappropriate do inappropriate things with his employees a lot of the 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 guys that he would hire and this is like tiger king it's worse than tiger king yeah he rides a segway and smokes a cigar and he's from lebanon and cusses you out it's way better than tiger king 
Except for there's no tigers, I guess. But yeah, but he's not in jet. Like, and then one time someone made a joke. Meth and then doinking your butthole. Yeah. Well, someone said made a joke about Sully. They're like, oh, you you know, hang out with Sully, and he goes, he just like looked at me and said. And he's not my type. And then he patted my belly and patted my head, my bald head, and said, yeah, he's not my type, and touched my fat stomach and my head. And I never have felt more embarrassed ever in my life that a gay Lebanese man that's, seven, that's 60 years old didn't want me. <laughs> that hurts your feelings a little yes. bit. Yes. I've never been more I was like, oh. You're my type. Rejection. Thanks, man. I know. Rejection hurts no matter who it's from, basically. But he was the worst slash craziest slash best because he took care. Like, he... He always put us up in good hotels. Food was covered. He like paid for, helped me pay for that truck. He's like a good boss that's a really bad boss. He's a mob boss is exactly what he is because as soon as people would piss him off, I w- it was terrifying Yikes. what he would do. That was my craziest boss. But if boss. you're in the fam. If you're in the fam, yeah, you're taking care of you. It's that yeah. game theory that won that guy on Survivor. Yeah. It's what theory? Game theory. Like... If you help him, he helps you. If Rob you Mariano? No. Boston Rob? Uh, some Asian guy. Yule? That's Yule. Not, that's not Yule's theory when he won the game. If that's what he's saying his theory yeah. is, then he's a liar. No, he was saying, you know, yeah, he, like a liar. He oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, he, so he had, he had one deal on the show with a guy named Jonathan Penner and basically said... If you help me, I'll help you. But it was like one... T- I don't know. Yeah. I think Ewell sometimes plays up his own win a little bit. Let's be honest. I mean, if he won, he won. Okay, he yeah, won. he was he was right. a great player. I like Ewell. Um, what's your... Oh, Staples. Well, that was just like... But yeah, do you yeah. have a particular boss that's that you can talk about? No. You have a different one? Uh, than the one that I know? Oh, I mean... May, I don't, what What... I could talk about uh, working at the church. <laughs> yeah, we'll end it there. <laughs> you yeah, have one? How I didn't love that. No. Michael doesn't have one. Hey, Mike, you know what Michael's great at? Being mm. so... Not burning bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't carry around matches. I can promise you I'm never trying to go back to either Staples. the restaurant or... I didn't work at Staples or, or Fudgery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're you're saying if the fudgery was like, hey, you can have like a weekend gig here, nights, and what fly to Branson every weekend, fifteen bucks an hour. If I never go back to Branson, I'll be perfectly happy. Surely, there's nothing in Branson. There's a lot of Branson. If you're ninety, yeah, it's kind of how I feel like in Claremont and Winter Garden. (laughs) No, it's worse. I promise you, that's pretty bad. There's a lot of Starbucks here. I love Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was wild. Do you have? And another time. Oh, we're good. We're enough time. That's good. Horrible bosses. Horrible bosses. Horrible That's a great bosses. movie. Have you seen I've that movie? Never I've never it. seen it. Uh, we should watch that movie together. Garden State. Let's hey, the next movie we should watch instead of Garden State, other movies. Garden State. I want to watch the Matrix trilogy. I've never seen it. I've only seen the first one. Whoa. Oh, what? Never seen any of them. I what? See, I Actually, the, I I saw I started one and he was like red pill or blue pill and I fell asleep. <laughs> the first <laughs> one was cool. It holds up, like even effects wise and stuff. You know what also holds up? Two things. First one is super bad. Never seen it. Oh, we've <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, we're gonna watch it. Yeah. The second thing, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I'm yeah. watching them right now. What's that? Never heard. <sighs> so good. Ten out of ten. Extended version. It's the only way to go. That's all I watch. Yeah. Cody and I talked about that. Yeah, we finished the we. I watched the second half of Fellowship with them the other night. It was fair, and I I thought that I had seen the extended editions, 
But watching that with Jay, I, I don't know that I have because there was a lot of scenes where I was like, that's never seen that before. I've oh, never seen that before. One of the never seen that before. One of the best scenes in that movie is only in the extended version, and that's where Gandalf speaks the black tongue at the council in Rivendell. Oh, I yeah. didn't watch that. That's way before me. Dope as shit. See, yeah, I, that's when the fellowship is created. Yeah. yeah. I, but yeah, that is sick. I came in when, uh, so when, intense. Is it is it Boromir who's like being tempted by the ring and yeah. then he does that and they're he like this language that, goes word, into that language yeah. has never been spoken. Yeah. It's so insane. The hey, only good did, part of the Hobbit know, movies uh, is the four wizards. Gollum works in Lake Nona. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As of last week. <laughs> we know that Gollum works in Lake Nona now. She has a she, she has a beautiful house. All and right, a, and a head full of hair. <laughs> well, that's we're gonna it. end on that. If uh, you guys uh, want to tell us about your horrible bosses, four zero seven nine hundred thirty eight twenty four zero seven nine hundred. Call, leave a voicemail twenty, and become a patron because we'd really love your support. And we love you. We love you so much. And Michael's cute. And his mustache is curled right now. I like his mustache. I didn't notice it when we w- first walked in, but I looked over halfway through. No, he, the- did, he just did it while we were recording. Well, halfway through last week's episode, I literally looked over and I was like, wow, that's beautiful. It's so French. It is so French. And I like your weekend shirt, Nathan. Thanks. And I like your UCA hat. Thanks. I went there for a year. And I like your body by chips and quack shirt. Thank you, man. And I like your really cool Roman numeral tattoo. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, with the first time I wore this shirt, you made so much fun of me because it's you said that's the stupidest shirt I've ever seen. It's a joke. No, you you can hate. I it. I was jealous. It's a funny shirt, body by chips and no, guac. I know. You know, what's it embarrassing was, is that my girlfriend got it for we me. We make so that's fun of sucks. each other about a lot of stuff. It's just teasing, like my body. Yeah, your body's funny. It's <laughs> like a sack of potatoes. Have you seen mine? But it's like no, because I hide it. Actually, a sack of potatoes is nice and tan. I'm like a clear, pale sack like of potatoes. Bag of moldy tangerines. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The white bags of tangerines. I'm exactly yeah. like that, actually. Like orange and white. And I like your blonde hair. What are we doing here? I'm just waiting until you end okay. it. And okay. I like just your hair. It, yeah. And I like how you have one headphone over one ear and not the it other. It looks like a DJ. And I like how your headphones are twisted forward on your head. <laughs> and Thank you for listening. <laughs>